The views and opinions expressed on Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. You are currently tuned into Eye on the Triangle here on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, I am Brian Jurado, the Public Affairs Director here on WKNC. For today's episode, I am joined by technician, news editor, Abigail Ali. We're going to run through some exciting news and events going around the triangle, so stay tuned. Thank you. Hello, guys. Welcome to Eye on the Triangle. This is Abigail Ali, and today I am joined with... Brian Jurado. I am the public affairs director here at WKNC. And we are going to get started. We are going to share three tidbits of news with each other and react to them. So we're going to get started. Let's go. So my first tidbit is that Raleigh startup company Relay is moving its offices to North Hills on the 18th floor of the Advanced Auto Parts Tower after exponential growth during the pandemic. Specifically, the company saw a 645% increase in revenue and customer base in the past year. For a little bit of backstory, Relay is a company that focuses on advancing communication technology for frontline workers, including people working in the hospitality industry, as well as in healthcare. They have made advances, advancements in technologies like walkie-talkies that are meant to update outdated items and make these workers' jobs easier. An interesting fact is that Relay's current offices are on NC State's Centennial Campus, and as a technician news writer, this is super cool and ironic because I'm about to write about Centennial office spaces soon anyways, and so it's really interesting to hear more about companies like Bandwidth and Relay's stories. Read more about Relay's big move on News and Observer, Triangle Business Journal, and their website, RelayPro.com. I think it's really cool how all these businesses are starting to kind of recover, if that's the right way to phrase it, from the pandemic. I feel like over the past two years, everybody's been at a stalemate in terms of like just kind of staying where they are and just going through the pandemic and slowly progressing from there. So I think as of recently, I've heard of a lot of people that do their internships and they're actually going to the offices in person rather than like just doing it all online. So it's kind of great to know that we're returning to somewhat normalcy as of lately. Yeah. And it's cool that like for them, it seems like the pandemic boosted their company, which is kind of crazy. I guess it's kind of like the people who make masks and stuff. They found like a niche within the pandemic and it's just continuing. And yeah, it's really cool. That is really cool. All right, for my first tidbit, I am sharing about the Eno River Music Festival that was just, I believe, announced with their lineup, I think a couple days ago, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, it's at the Durham West Point Park. Uh, the festival is going from July 2nd to July 4th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It has over 60 bands across like four stages, so it's a very cool festival to like go partaking because it just has a little something for everybody there's uh, great food from around the area uh, there's a craft show and I believe there's like a craft competition so a bunch of uh, artists from around North Carolina have been able to kind of produce crafts to like showcase at the festival which sounds very exciting to go watch and maybe purchase some necklaces or rings or something cool like that 
Uh, tickets are available online on their EnoFest website if anybody's interested in going. Oh my gosh, I keep seeing this and it looks so exciting. Like I didn't even know it was a thing, but yeah, um, I don't remember exactly who's on their lineup, but it looks pretty cool. So you guys should check it out. Okay, so my second tidbit is that this year, um, NC State is observing and celebrating Juneteenth by not having classes on Monday, June 20th. Instead, there will be a celebration between 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Harrisville Field. The event will be hosted by the African American Cultural Center. Many organizations across campus partnered with them to make this all happen, including the Office for Institutional Equity and Diversity and the College of Natural Resources, as well as a lot of others. The celebration will include games, food trucks, and music. You can find information about NC State's Juneteenth celebration on the NC State University calendar under NC State celebration of Juneteenth. That sounds very exciting. I'm, I'm sure everybody's going to want to come out and hopefully celebrate Juneteenth on that day. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't know, I like when the university has events. They're usually better than I expect them to be, and they showcase like local artists and stuff. So they're fun. <laughs> So starting in fall 2022, NC State's University Honors and University Scholars Program is going to unite under one name, which is the University Honors Program. And it's going to be, I guess, hosted in the Honors Village. It's uh, They announced this recently, and it just sounds very exciting because it's all kind of uh, unifying under one curriculum and under just kind of under one body in general rather than having the two separate colleges. Uh, the class of 2026 will be the first class to participate in the program, but classes that are already within the Scholars and Honors program are going to continue to follow their own curriculum, but they are going to have a little bit more options in terms of classes that they're available to take. Uh, this overall just updates and presents a new honors curriculum, that, and it's going to give access to uh, forums featuring major public figures, which I think is very exciting. Because that's going to bring in like authors and scientists and musical and theater performances uh, just available to these students. And it sounds very cool. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of cool. Um, I didn't even know or realize that they were separate, but it makes so much sense to put them together. And it's interesting that they'll still have like their own lanes, but they can like work together in that way. And then they're getting so many like little treats along the way. That's very cool. Finally, for my last tidbit, you already know that I want to shout out a cool place that I've been to recently, and this time it is Noodle Boulevard in Cary. And someone please tell me how their food is so good. Noodle Boulevard serves giant, beautiful bowls of ramen, including shoyu, spicy kimchi, curry, and tom yum. Each bowl comes with a mixture of protein, veggies, an incredible tasting broth, and of course, delicious noodles. I personally have tried the tofu curry ramen and the spicy seafood tom yum, and they are both so flavorful and wonderful. Not to mention the food comes out really fast and the service is always so good. I definitely recommend checking it out. You can check out their menu at noodleboulevard.com or go to the restaurant at 1718 Walnut Street, Cary. I absolutely love Noodle Boulevard. I've discovered it like last year through a friend. And ever since then, I've been like hooked. Um, It's been like my sick day meal. So every time I'm sick, I just automatically crave like Noodle Boulevard. 
although I made the mistake of being sick and ordering one of their like spicier noodles and absolutely oh, no. got wrecked because I was just sweating for like the next 24 hours. But it's so good. I always recommend it, even though it can be busy, especially towards like the later evening. So if you do want to like visit, just be expecting it to be very busy because I feel like it's a pretty popular spot and I feel like it just keeps getting even more oh, yeah. popular. Yeah, for sure. So for my last tidbit, I've been very excited to share this one. It is National Yoga Day, which is going to be on June 21st, this upcoming Tuesday. The town of Cary is celebrating with a National Yoga Day class. Uh, they're going to have a morning sunrise class at 7 a.m., which is going to be at the Bind Park Lake, and then a 7 p.m. course at the Garden Plaza Center, so a sunrise sunset course that is free. You don't even need to register. You just show up and do some yoga. And uh, it's just a very kind of fun and accessible class. You, it's for all ages and all abilities. I personally have never done yoga, but this sounds like a great way to like kind of finally start doing it. And what a better way to do it with a beautiful sunrise or sunset. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I love yoga, so that sounds so cool. And to do it outside is so nice, but it probably will be hot. So make sure you bring water if you decide to go. Well, that is all from us today. Thank you for joining again, and we will see you next time. Bye. That is all for today's episode of Eye on the Triangle. Thank you to Abigail Ali for joining me today. Episodes are available on all podcast platforms. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you. Music for today's episode has been Smoke Jacket Blues by Track Tribe, licensed under the YouTube Audio Library. This has been Brian Jurado from WKNC. You can listen to more Eye on the Triangle episodes on wknc.org slash podcast.